Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Hope everything's going well today. Well, the old news is the new news. And the wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. And the new <laughs> the news, old news is the, is old the news. new news. And the new news is some news. And we have news for yous. <laughs> <laughs> Two well, disc jockeys uh, trying to do a semi serious podcast. I know. And oh, we start my. out. Before I jump into the show, you know, mm -hmm. I wanted to make a little comment about about uh, talk radio these days and how it's oh, changed. it's a joke? Well, you know, the thing is, we were very lucky to have a guy like Rush for 33 years or 32 years or whatever it was. Absolutely. Um, he was an exceptional talk show host. And Rush mm -hmm. took took um, chances with his show. He would He would go to places where other talk show people would be cautious about going. And he would back it up with his intelligent uh, uh, evaluation, uh, opinion about why he's going there. And uh, he was a class guy. And the guys who replaced him today, for the most part, are, are decent guys. Uh, with Dan Bongino on one network and Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on another. Actually, Clay and Buck, I think, inherited the actual uh, EIB network slot. They are the people who replaced right. Rush. Dan Bongino was uh, put in place by another company, and uh, he does a terrific job. But all three of them together aren't as good still as, as Rush. And I'll tell you why. I was listening yesterday, and Clay Travis, who is, I like him. He's a, he's a smart guy, but his background basically is sports, which shouldn't mm -hmm. be a disqualifier because, I mean, Rush, his background was basically rock and roll disc jockey, like a couple of guys that uh, I know. And, um, mm -hmm. but Clay said something which kind of struck in there. He said, if you were one of these people who think that, uh, even with all these revelations, they're going to replace Biden. Yeah, that's crazy. That's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And I was thinking, wait a second, is he reading something that I'm not reading? Is he talking to people that I'm not talking to? Um, because everything I read, the door is wide open. This is uncharted territory, and nobody can say de definitely what's going to happen in these times because no one has ever had a president who has colluded so openly with an enemy like it appears Biden has. And they're going to find out real soon. It's going to become more apparent when uh, the Republicans start asking questions in January. And I'm thinking you have to be very cautious about who you're taking advice from, who you're listening to, and what you believe in. Even we put stuff out and we're well-meaning and we do a lot of research and we have honest opinions, but they're, at the end of the day, still just our opinions. You have to think. And if, if Rush made you do anything back in the day, it was he, think. he made listeners think, Bill. Exactly right. So don't take, you know something that someone says because he's a talk show host as being gospel, you know, because it, it may be a lot of hooey. It's still at the end of the day, just a guy's opinion. You know, that's what I wanted to point out. These guys you hear on the radio, and we can say this because we spent our careers in mm -hmm. broadcasting. Okay. We, we help create images of ourselves for decades and we, we were very successful at it, too. I mean, this, this talk show thing is kind of, 
it's fun and it's a little different for us, but we, we've spent a long time in broadcasting. I think if you put both our careers together, we probably would have close to a century in broadcasting. And yeah, you probably would have a century, but let's not go there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Get me my cane. But, um, but you know, um, you can't, these guys you listen to when they finish doing their programs, they turn off a switch and they get out of a chair and they go hug their wife or they they uh, go to the grocery store or they do all the things that you and I do all the time. They're mm-hmm. just people, okay? And, and they and what you're hearing on the radio still at the end of the day is just their opinion, okay? When I heard mm-hmm. Clay Travers say, "Ah, oh, if you think they're going to get rid of Biden, you're crazy," I'm thinking. That's not necessary. That's not necessary. Yeah, it's an opinion, and it's not necessarily true. I mean, how many times, Bill, have you heard guys say, "Boy, I, I, I was blindsided by that decision. I never thought that would happen." In hindsight, so many guys will be saying on the radio that they were wrong. So you, you know, when I heard Clay say that, I was a little surprised. I would have said, I would have been a bit more tepid with my opinion. You know, go ahead, Bill. Well, I was going to say, sometimes as broadcasters, uh, we should be talking truth, but sometimes we take uh, opinions and make them truthisms, mm-hmm. and we get uh, we get to a point to where we believe our own yes. garbage <laughs> that we're throwing out there. And I don't yeah. want to say our opinions are garbage, but I'm saying sometimes it's hard to draw the line in that sand to go, this is truth and reality, this is my opinion. When I watch the news at night all the time, they talk about, well, the Ukrainian war right now and the troops and all of that. And it's a general that is sitting there saying all this and that. And I'm going like, you're giving too much information and details. Uh, And it's a retired guy. And then at the end of the day, it's his opinion. It's not fact. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they don't qualify it as opinion. And it's the old saying, well, I heard it on the TV. I heard it on the news. I heard it on the radio because we don't qualify it. Now, we do qualify. And if you didn't hear it, uh, we are news commentary and opinion. And that way, yeah, we report the news, we comment on it, and we give you our opinion. Right. And at the end of the day, that's all it is. But we try to make sure that our opinion is fact-based. And makes sense. You know, the dots connect. Yeah. You know what's interesting about Rush, too? Rush, when you think about the success he had, and a lot of people who listen to his show really never realize this, but he made like $250 million a a year. He made an enormous amount of money because he really kind of owned the EIB network, and they had, what, 600 and some 700 affiliates, maybe more? around the mm-hmm. country, and they all paid him, each station paid him fees to run his show, and those were like monthly fees. He made an enormous amount of money. Even when they paid him the money they paid him, the rest of the network made millions of dollars, do you know? Even even after they paid off the talent, they were incredibly profitable, and you would have thought that that would have gone to his head and I don't think it did. I mean, he liked no. the nice things. He liked the nice house down in Florida. He liked to play golf with his friends. He loved his cigars. He, he loved, had yeah. to have his cigars. Yes, he did, on his formerly nicotine-stained hands. 
Um, mm. But he was relatively grounded for a guy who had that incredible success. And you and I both know guys who have been successful in radio, mm-hmm. and it's gone to their head. I mean, all of a sudden, the guy's making, you know, uh, half a million dollars, a million dollars in broadcasting, and they start to believe their press clippings. I don't think Rush did. Rush really felt that he understood what the people that he was broadcasting to were thinking. And I think that's how kind of how we feel, Bill. I think you yeah. and I feel, and we don't get, by the way, the money that Rush gets. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to be blunt and clear. We don't make a dime from this it's, show. It's we ours. Actually, this is ours. Huh? This is ours. Yeah, this is ours. We pay for it. We pay for the hosting. We pay for we pay for our own equipment, our internet. Everything is paid for. There is not a sponsor on this. Do we want to get sponsors? Yeah, we do. But we don't want just... We can get a sponsor right now. Yes. But the sponsor is, you know, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll put ads on your show. Well... Uh, sometimes have you ever heard a talk show that's politically right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you hear a Democrat commercial on there. Yeah. It's because they gave away the reins to their shows to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And if I were a buyer for a democratic politician, Oh yeah, I would sure. buy a spot in that show. Yeah. Sure. I would. Yeah. We, we have control and uh, so we're, but don't feel bad for us, friends. We've both done pretty well in our lives, thank God. So it's not like we're spending our last penny on the, the program. No, no. Well, we wouldn't be doing Look, if it yeah. comes down to this show or my family, family yes. wins. Sorry about that. Oh, my goodness. You'd leave? No. Uh, yeah, really, actually. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. You would do For that, your family? Bill? My goodness. <laughs> yeah, well, what a, you know, did they get you where to? Yeah, they actually, well, you know what? If it wasn't for family, you would have never done what you did. Because that's true. That's that's a driving force. But with that said, yeah, we will look for for sponsors. And with that also said, oh, you don't have sponsors because you don't have listeners. Ah, that's careful not what true. you think and say. There, we have uh, an an ongoing and growing number of listeners around the world, which amazes both Bill and I. We look around again. We have listeners where, you know, we have listeners in Russia, Germany, Brazil, Argentina, Central America, uh, Japan, Thailand, the United States, of course, uh, Canada, Mexico. I mean, this yeah. is around the world. Yeah. And, and that, that we get, we hear voices from around the world. We give our voice around the world. So people know what's going on here. And, uh, it's, it's a fun thing to do. It's a fun thing to be a part of, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, you look at Bongino, he's on a watch list. Sean Hannity is on a watch list. Uh, if you if you make noise or you say something, I know that we are on a listen-to list by some other major broadcasters. We all monitor one another, but we're also on a watch list, too, where, you know, they actually have, and I think Hannity had mentioned it once, you know, you got these geeks that sit in rooms. Oh, sure. Uh, in their underwear, and they're, they're told, listen to Jim and Bill. That's and right. if they say anything on this, we want to know. We want the recording. Transcripts. On it. They have transcripts, yeah, too. Yeah. They transcript it. Yeah. And which, ironically, you can go to, I think we're on Podbean. So mm-hmm. you can go there, pull up an episode, and hit transcript. It'll instantly give you a transcript of it. So there's nothing to hide. 
We can't. If you we know, were we hiding, we wouldn't be doing a podcast. I mean, it's as simple as that. You know, yeah, and people say, you're talking about the rabbit hole. That's where I would be broadcasting from. <laughs> exactly. From a rabbit hole near you. Yes. It's, it's another day. <laughs> so I didn't mean to pontificate, Bill, but, but I thought it was important that we mention this. I like Clay and Buck. I think they do a great job, and I really mean that. I just thought that his comment was a bit, a bit off the cuff and terse, like, oh, that's that's not going to happen. Uh, Joe Biden is not going to be. Joe Biden, I would submit that a president of the United States has never been in such a precarious situation as Biden is in right now with the Republicans coming into Congress and with the what appears to be the uh, treasonous things that he may have done. I'll just well, I'm not going to say appears. I'm going to sit there and say uh, we know – even the Democrats now, they're trying to push away the Elon Musk dump. They're going, it's old news. Yeah. Everybody knew about that. Okay, that is an admission of guilt. It's also been proven that this was not a Russian collusion story. It was real. The laptop was real. Everything is real. And the only thing that Elon did was uh, dot the I's and cross the T's. So when the left is sitting there going, oh, it, it's old news. You're spreading lies. Yeah. You're doing this. You're doing that. Um, you, you don't, uh, Elon, you don't understand the Constitution. I think the best lie I heard from the left was, well, apparently, not only does he not understand the Constitution, but he doesn't understand how this game is played. Oh. Excuse the out of me. Yeah. You yeah. don't understand how this quote-unquote game yeah, this is a game to you. Is played well. Uh, um, Elon Musk was criticized for picking Matt Taibbi. Now Matt Taibbi is a liberal reporter, but the difference with Taibbi as opposed to the liberals in mainstream media is his politics was second. His liberalism right. was second. His journalist journalistic ethics were were first. He was primarily mm. a journalist with ethics, secondarily a liberal democrat. Whereas most of the media today are liberal democrats, leftist, and mm. then they're journalists second. And uh, so Elon was asked about uh, the criticism against uh, Taibbi. Here's what he had to say. Um I think uh, those people should be looking in the mirror and wondering why they were deceptive. Uh, why did they deceive the American public? And and instead of trying to redirect blame to Matt Taibbi, that he would be accepting some responsibility themselves for not being truthful to the American public. You have to understand this guy was a Democrat. This guy was uh, kind of liberal in a lot of his beliefs. He's done a lot of reevaluation, wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of Democrats that, uh, you know, there, you, you would find some beliefs between the two parties that were are very similar. We have been divided by, um, a, 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 you know, a, a force, as I'll call it that, uh, but people that are evil in the country. They want to divide us. They want to a do different state, things. A cabal, whatever, yeah, you know. Yeah, the cabal, deep state. And so when we say the left, we're not saying all Democrats, but right. it is the party that's been taken over, and they're trying to take over the Republican Party, and they're trying to minimize all this and make it the norm, make a lot of things the norm. But I am getting to the point, there are, there are a brand of people, both Democrat and Republican, 
and they're believing all the lies that they're being told on the news, yes. and they're buying into the story. And what transpired from Twitter is a pure act of terrorism against the country and treason. The fact that the oh, Democratic yes. Party was able to use and manipulate and use it as a tool willingly by employees of Twitter it makes them treasonous. And I hate to say this, but if you say, oh, yeah, it's old news, yeah, what they're saying is right, you know, our democracy is in danger, then you're supporting that treason. And that makes you a treasonist. Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about the uh, Twitter release of documents, mm -hmm. and she had this to say. So, look, we see this as a, a, an interesting or a coincidence, if I may, that, uh, uh, that he would so haphazardly, uh, Twitter would so haphazardly push this distraction. Uh, that, is a, that is a full of uh, old news, if you think about it. Um, and uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate, and anti-Semitism on their platform, and uh, how they're letting it happen. And, uh, you know, the president said last week, more leaders need to speak out and reject this. And uh, it's a very alarming and very dangerous. And But our focus right now is helping the American families. I just talked about what the president is going to be doing in Arizona, talking about the Chips and Science Act, talking about how we're bringing manufacturing jobs back here to the U.S., talking about under this administration, more than 700,000 jobs uh, have been created uh, in manufacturing jobs, to be more specific. Look, what is happening, it's, it's not... It's, it's frankly, it's not healthy. It won't do anything to help a single American improve their lives. And so, look, this isn't. We we see this as an interesting, uh, you know, cons, uh, you know, coincidence. Uh, and uh, we, and you know, it's a distraction. Well, there's a lot of things to tear apart. And you know what? She's right. It is old news. It's very old news. But what happened? Still a crime. And the crime doesn't go away. It needs to be addressed. And if it's the heinous crime that we obviously know it is, then certain people need to be stripped out of the country. Now, I have, you know, if, if they are terrorists, you know, agents acting against the state, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, I, I believe you lose your citizenship over that. That's true. Yeah. I, I, we were talking about this before we uh, went on the air. If you are proven to uh, have been involved with any form of treason, you should lose your citizenship, whether you're born in this country or you emigrated to this country. You should uh, you yeah. should lose it because it's something of value, and you shouldn't be able to enjoy it. And she's saying not a single American will uh, benefit from, from that news, but they'll benefit from all the jobs that we're creating and all of this stuff. Well, you know, she called it old, old news, Bill. Old news. It's old news. Uh, but you know what? They ignored it. They said it didn't oh. happen. How can it be news if they said it didn't happen? Yeah, well, they, they've dismissed the Twitter dump as, as old news, and that's what they're sticking to. And they want you to believe that, too. They're ignoring the fact that it's, what is their, what's their famous line? Bombshell news on Trump. Yeah, it's yeah, right. old news, and it's news that's been addressed, answered, and thrown away. But they bring it back. You know, they 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 went after him because when he became president, um, and they didn't they didn't know about this then, and not that anybody should know about it. 
as a businessman, he had dealings uh, with businesses in a lot of countries. And so would North Korea be a country that he would have some kind of, you know, construction thing with or some contract with? Yeah, I would think so. And, you know, he had a bill to pay with him, not a debt for anything other than business related, not a Hunter Biden deal. This was an entirely different deal. And when he was president, he paid off the bill. Apparently, that transpired during that time. But that is not any act of treason or anything else. But they're trying to make it sound that way. I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever had any business in North Korea. You, you said Trump had business. In yeah, North they're, Korea? They're, that's what the news is saying. Yeah, they're not elaborating on it. Yeah, but even he, if he did, he may have had business in South Korea. But I, I can tell you what he did do. He said this to uh, a rocket man, you know. Mm-hmm. He said uh, uh, that you have some beautiful areas in North Korea that really would be perfect prime property for development as resorts and things like that. And and I and our company could help you out. He said that, but he didn't. And I don't think nothing wrong with that. There is there is not. Look, do we have business dealings in Russia before, during? And up to now, I mean, of course, we've had dealings yeah. and, and that's totally legit, even though they're really kind of an enemy. They always have been China as well. I mean, you can go down the list. There are things. So they're trying to make up stories and, and, and create this timeline and narrative. She calls that has it nothing to do with anything. She calls it a distraction. You know, it's a distraction. What, uh, what Elon Musk did. And uh, she called, she said that anti-Semitism was involved. No anti-Semitism. They're throwing words out uh, just to fog the story, to blur the story so that you don't really know what's going on. She's doing her best. She's tap dancing as fast as she can to take the narrative and change it so you won't believe the truth. The truth is... He and his son were involved, and his family were involved with selling his position as vice president for cash in places like China and the Ukraine. That's a matter well, of fact. And, and, and that's treason. And, and that is treason, Bill. And, and the, as a matter of fact, I would tend to say he's probably not the only, his family's not the only one guilty. You know, nobody's chiming in on that, uh, but uh, yeah, I think that thing goes pretty deep. Yep. Um, Matt Gates was on Mike Huckabee's show mm-hmm. yesterday. Mike Huckabee has a show. I think it's on, is it Trinity Broadcasting? I believe so. Might be, yeah. yeah. He's doing a lot of commercials these days. He, well, he's doing a ton. But he's a very pleasant guy and a very mm-hmm. uh, creative guy. And he does a, a real nice show. And Matt Gates is a, a smart conservative uh, representative from Florida. And he was asked about about if you... Fight hard to keep Kevin McCarthy from the speakership. It, it, might that divide the Congress so the Democrats end up putting a person they want in the speakership? And here's what Matt Gates had to say about that. If you block him, then what happens? 
Well, the Democrats end up with enough votes that they can put a speaker in place? That, that is a false narrative. The Democrats have 212 votes. They're going to have 218. It takes 218, and there are not six Republicans. I don't think there's a single Republican who's even expressed any willingness to vote for a Democrat. So I think that is a threat that is constructed by a lot of the folks in the swamp of Washington that want a speaker beholden to the lobbyists. You know what argument people make for Kevin McCarthy? He is the LeBron James of special interest fundraising. No one extracts more money from the lobbyists and special interests than Kevin McCarthy. But I think that ought to be disqualifying, not qualifying. I frankly think that federal lobbyists shouldn't even be able to donate to members of Congress. Like, how is it that people yeah, I who are paid to influence our vote then get to give us money and then you act like that doesn't influence how members of Congress think about And these? you do realize that if Kevin ends up being speaker after all, You'll be on the committee to monitor the quality of Girl Scout cookies for the rest of your term in Congress. So there may be a price to be paid. Well, look, you know, apostling ain't easy. And sometimes you got to get in the fight. And I see how our people feel let down by the folks who just play the game the same way. I love what he said. Apostling ain't easy. Meaning, you know, no, it's some, not. sometimes it, uh, it hurts to spread the word. But uh, he, he had such a valid answer there about uh, when people are saying things like, well, if you divide the party, the Democrats may end up putting somebody they want in the speakership. He said that ain't going to happen. They haven't got the vote, so let's not go there. But see, you have a media that the Democrats control. That's been proven time and time again, and just uh, just recently yep. as this past weekend. And so, therefore, they can dance on both sides of the line. They can dance on the Democratic side, sell their agenda, they can go to the Republican side and spin their yarns and, you know, dissent and division. And that's what they're, they raise these false questions out there. I don't know how they're ever going to fix the media. It is such um, a, a spider web of corruption. I don't know how it, they're going to do it. Well, have you ever heard of the, uh, and I just stumbled across it today. I never heard of the, the JCPA, which is the junior college of, uh, Either way, it's it's for the media, mm -hmm. and it it regulates and controls how things are brought into this country. But either way, there are new regulations for it, and ironically, it gives China advantage to spread news propaganda in our country. Oh, listen, hey, you know, you heard. I don't know, maybe you didn't hear about this, but do you realize that the Chinese police are setting up uh, satellite offices in places like New York City? Why? Because they think they can, and the Democrats give them shelter. And when I say Democrats, I mean the far-left Democrats, okay? I'm not talking about the uh, average Joe. By the way, that's another thing I wanted to say, Bill, and I, I, I was distracted. I'm easily distracted, Bill. I'm, so am I. I'm like the dog that sees the squirrel sometimes. Oh, look at the squirrel. If you are a Democrat that votes Democrat because you're Democrat, you're making a huge mistake and you're you're actually doing a disservice to, to our country. It's, it's, it's something you better reconsider while you have time to reconsider. Don't vote because your parents did or your grandparents and that your, your entire family lineage was a Democrat. You have to stop and think about what's happening in our world and really evaluate what's going on with both parties. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and, and believe me, there's corruption on the Republican side of the uh, the aisle too, there's guys like Mitt Romney and uh, Thune 
and other people who are massive disappointments to people who put their trust in these guys. Um, but that being said, on the Democratic side, man, just look at how they vote. I mean, you'll hear all these different answers about different things from all these different Democrats, but when it comes down to the vote on something, they fall in line like dutiful soldiers. Just they follow along and vote whatever the party should vote. That is, that is not thinking for yourself. That's communistic. That's voting the party line. And, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't do that anymore. When I was a kid, there were Democrats who actually voted for themselves. You've probably heard about the times when Democrats would go out to lunch with their Republican friends and have a good old time and, and, uh, and actually socialize together when they weren't working. You don't find that today. When they no, leave the, you don't. They leave the Capitol building. They go their separate ways. They don't have this mingling of, of, of personalities. It's done. Yeah. It's, it's done. You know, go ahead. while we're on elections, we got an important, important one, kind of a shift here, down in Georgia. Um, Today, you know, right? The, yeah, that's uh, well, it's been going on. Uh, Warnack has got uh, all kinds of money, and l- let's just be honest, you know, probably 90% of it's not legit. Right. You know, they're trying to minimize Herschel with everything that they can. Uh, Herschel came out and said, hey, look, you know, I'm, he didn't say it like this, paraphrasing, you know, hey, I'm your guy. I don't even know what a pronoun is. The left jumps, he doesn't even know what a pronoun is. Yeah. Yeah, right. All right. Actually, just uh, a heads up. Most of us on the right can give two flips about your pronouns. And that's basically what he was saying. I don't know what one is. Even Sylvester Stallone talked about that in his series, The Tulsa King. What is with all these pronouns and stuff? (laughs) Yeah. He goes, we didn't have that when I was a kid. But when I was a kid, I knew who I was and where I stood. You know, and if you, you don't need a pronoun for that and you don't need a, you know, a street sign there. Hey, guess what I am. Hey, I, I know what you are and made, I don't care. They've made the insignificant and unimportant important that side. I mean, look at we on the other, on this side, on our side, like you said, we don't care about how you live your oh. personal life. If you want to live your personal life a certain way. So be it. That's between you and whoever you're living your life with. Mm-hmm. But uh, and chances are everybody's got pronouns in their family. On the left. well, they didn't have pronouns in their family before, but they had what had became all. Oh, I'm special now because I have a pronoun. On the left, Who they want cares? you to think that that's of primary importance. I was reading a story uh, just a little while ago. Rachel Levine, you know the uh, the guy who dresses up in. Uh, Mm-hmm. And, and women's clothing and calls himself an admiral, you know, Admiral Rachel Levine uh, said it's very important that uh, children be given the opportunity to change their genders. Uh, physically. And that is wrong. This, I guy, mean, is, you, this guy is just, you know, I was thinking of Biden. You know, Biden's always talking about his parents and, you know, he's an Irish guy and a Catholic guy and all this crap that he's thrown out at, at, at every chance he can to bolster his image but uh i think his parents realistically would be embarrassed at what this guy has done i mean i if i were president like he's president and i had put together an administration as corrupt and as uh warped 
as he's put together, I'd be afraid to, I would, I would be embarrassed to bring my dad in and introduce my dad to these people. These people are not, uh, you know, they're not, uh, they don't represent the values of America. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And Biden's not right. I mean, he's been, Oh, my, my, my family is this and that all these nationalities. Uh, he probably thinks he was an astronaut that went to the moon, <laughs> the dark side of the moon too. And, um, <laughs> The dark side. I like that, Bill. Very, very good. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yes, I the do. The guy is not right, and they keep covering for him. When is America going to wake up and smell this for exactly what it is? Because I, I put before you, you know, that America has probably already fallen. But if it hasn't, it will very soon. And let me just pose this question. When America falls... What then? Well, we are it, man. We are it. When you think about it, when you look at this world we live in, we are the stopgap. Our side has a lot of, there's a lot of countries that you uh, respect and admire and, but they haven't got the clout or the size or the wherewithal to be the superpower and the real world leader that the United States has. And if we throw that away, if we allow that to slip away, then we're done as a it's a world. The other side takes over, and that's it. Game over. We've yeah, got a well, fight. If the game's not over, it's close. And I think this is the litmus test that we will see with the, the Twitter dump because it is plain. It is obvious. Uh, you know, you're an election denier. You, it, it was not stolen. It was not stolen. It was not stolen. All right. When you can sit there and can control and manipulate the news. And yes, the Democrats did do it. And there were people willing inside of Twitter to help it out because they said, well, it supports what I believe in, what I believe in. So we're going to change this news. We're going to delete this news and we're going to do what is best for, well, Joe to get into the office. That is illegal. And that is treason. It is illegal and treason. If you go, Bill, you're making this up. Look it up. Have you ever sat there and talked to somebody and they pick up their phone and they start tap, 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 and they're checking to see if what you're saying is true. Yeah. Do that to the news. Do that to the politicians. Sit there and go, okay, they're saying something. Is that true? No, yeah. it's not. So this guy's a bold face. But be liar. careful where you fact check, by the way. Be key. Don't, I wouldn't go yeah. to Google. You might want to go to DuckDuckGo or someplace like that. Don't yeah. look for your answers on, on Google because they're not dependable right now. They are. And don't go to the HuffPost. And yeah, right. if it's a liberal media outlet, yeah, they, they do their own fact checking and they'll fact check for you. And basically anything that's other than what they printed, yeah, it's, it's garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, pr- I would predict, unfortunately, that uh, Warnock is going to win today, not because he has more votes but because he has more money and a, and a better cheating system in place. And I don't, think I don't even that, think it's the money. I think the money is an illusion. Uh, it, it's a cheating system. You know, they hear the people out there. They hear what I've heard in sound bites that came in raw. It's Herschel, 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 yeah. Herschel. Warnack, you know. They don't even try to hide it, Bill, anymore. They don't try to hide it. You know, yeah. the other side. If, yeah, no, they don't. No, it's too late now to... to do it and hurt them, but, and I know people monitor, but you know, they could sit there and get the old news clip where he tried to use his car as a weapon to run down his wife. He tried to kill her. You know, 
he has been he went to to jail. He did jail time for child abuse and, you know, and and money fraud. And, you know, he's been everything you can be guilty of. He is but go back to the uh, trying to run his wife over. It was really funny. Last night, you know, he made the comment. Yeah, we're getting traction now. Well, you would know about traction, yeah. Mr. Warnack. Well, you know, his you wife tried to use that traction to kill your wife. His wife was actually interview, interviewed by the media, and she talked about it, and she wasn't happy, and she didn't have nice say, things to say about this guy. Apparently, he's an evil man. Yeah, but they and Bill, they're going to vote for. They are going to warp the system, and he's going to get in. They're not going to vote for him. But the votes are going to say they voted for him, and we're not going to be allowed to see it because, oh, no, 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 it was a fair election. This was the second election. You're a denier. I am denying the fact that he is an upright, you know, respectful citizen. I am saying, and I am saying, you know, based on the news that that is out there, he is a liar. He is a cheat. He is an attempted murderer. Yeah. You know, when you when you add up everything— this guy is a crook, but they need him because if Herschel gets in, we got a roadblock to um, uh, to Biden. Look what they did. Look what they did in Arizona, and look how mm -hmm. blatantly they did it. I mean, they had the lady who ran the elections and who was in charge of the certification was Katie Hobbs, the Secretary mm -hmm. of State. She didn't recuse herself. She threatened the counties with jail time if they didn't certify the election, meaning holding a gun to their head, essentially, and saying, if you don't vote for me, I'm going to put you in jail. And yet nobody comments about it except for the very courageous and, uh, and somebody who I really admire, uh, Katie, uh, Carrie Lake. She's an amazing lady. She, well, she has just said that uh, this is the beginning now. Hang in there. Someone said, are you going to concede now, Carrie? One of the, one of the left-leaning, and she said, would hell no be an answer or something like that? Yeah. I would not concede. I would go to my grave not conceding to where when they proved that I, I won, they could dig my bones up and put me behind the chair because that's basically Democrats get well, into an office and they die in there, and then they still hold the office. As crazy as it sounds, you have to have a certified election. You have to have it certified before you can then file your suit against the election. It doesn't make sense. You would think that they would be able to sue before the certification, but it's like they believe that the crime has to take place, meaning you have to go all the way to the end. The certification it has to be you know, filed with the state and has to be approved. And when that happens, then you can go and sue for the crime. And that's what's going to happen now. Uh, be listening very soon for information coming out of Arizona with regards mm -hmm. to the suit. Look, the Democrats have a lot of uh, a lot of skeletons, a lot of bones they got to bury and make disappear because, you know, you look at um, money laundering and fraud with uh, cryptocurrency, uh, the Ukraine war, the money that's going there that ended up coming back, circled back around. It was yours and my money, but you know, it was to help fight for democracy, but it didn't go to the fight. It went into the Democratic coffers to pay for elections through converting it to cryptocurrency. Does it sound familiar when I say to you that uh, they already have 200,000-plus votes in from mail-in ballots? It sh should sound familiar because that's what happened in PA, too. 
Mm -hmm. uh, the Democrats front-loaded the voting with mail-in ballots, and and they probably mostly went for Warnock. Obviously, that's that's how you rig the system. You well, they already they already said that they gave that away. If you were listening to the news, they said the majority of the votes are all Warnock in yeah. the mail-in votes. Now, I would propose to you, if somebody was really a statistician, a mathematician out there, you could take the odds on this, and the odds are not in the favor of that happening, just like it was for Fetterman. It was a lie. It was a sham. It's a lie and a sham there. Democracy is not taking place in I don't Georgia. Think, I don't think that, and I would hope that somebody, if you're from Georgia and you know uh, uh, Herschel Walker, Tell them not to concede. Yeah. Under, under no circumstances, concede. Uh, things are too fluid in our country right now. Uh, there are things that are happening that may change elections down the road. Mm -hmm. Well, the uh, the January 6th Supreme Court hearing, that could take out a lot of congressmen and, yeah. and senators because of a stupid thing that they didn't even pay attention to. That's right. Their oath of office. I mean, your oath of office, you you didn't pay attention to it. They had a chance. They actually had a chance to find a way to, you know, sweep it away. But Lloyd, they were stupid. Lloyd Brunson is the name of one of the guys who filed that lawsuit that's going to be, uh, the hearing is going to take place on January 6th. I guess what they do is they, the judge, the Supreme Court justices will sit around and decide whether to go ahead with the actual full lawsuit uh, in the Supreme Court. It's gone a long, long way. And the fact that the Supreme Court itself was making suggestions to the Brunson on how to prepare their complaint, their suit, gave them hope that they might meet some very uh, like-minded people sitting on the bench in, in Washington. But Brunson was asked, uh, if you win... How do you see this transition taking place? Here's what Brunson said. I think this is their last opportunity to save the court, save the Constitution. And this could actually be a pretty smooth transition, if you think about it. How would they execute the, the orders? You know, How do they remove people from office? Well, it's really, in my mind, it's really quite simple. Uh, the U.S. Marshal Service, the same organization that served Nancy Pelosi and others, my summons and complaint, because there was no other way to do it, they started doing that. That's another story. But so they could, they could simply send the U.S. Marshal Service with, with the court order to the sergeant-in-arms and the sergeant in arms would be told and shown that there's a court order making him, and if he buy, if he doesn't do it, he goes to jail. You can't violate a court order and, and not go to jail. So he's forced to take the names of those respondents with this court order and cancel every single one of their credentials. It could be such a, such a smooth transition that when Congress is in session again, before that happens, they could show up and try to swipe their credential cards or whatever, and they wouldn't work. They would think there was some kind of computer glitch, right? But hopefully they would be notified. And then, then I think the media is a big problem here, a big problem. This happened, if this happened, the same thing, the security details, the Secret Service details would be would be reassigned. I could just picture President, President Biden standing there, and all of a sudden, Secret Service is disappearing. You know, his security team is disappearing and he's shown a court order and notice that he is no longer holding a federal office. The same with the vice president. Then at this time, we would have probably this. It makes sense to me. We talked about this a lot, that the sitting president that was in office before this whole stuff, all this stuff happened would obviously be Donald Trump. 
So he would be the sitting president. So I think it could actually be quite a smooth transition. When you turn on the lights, the rats disappear. They run, right? And I think I think there are people out there that are sensing something is happening and they're afraid. And that's where they're, why they're on the attack, to yeah. do whatever they can to stack the court, to, to, to uh, threaten the justices to go their way. And to and and they're not protecting them like they're supposed to. People are committing felonies in front of their houses, but they're allowing it. I mean, members of Congress are allowing it. The Department of Justice is allowing it. No one's doing anything about it. So I think it could be a fairly smooth transition. And all of a sudden we would have a revolution that was a quiet, yes. a kind of a peaceful transition. You know, and then people would start to realize that this is for everyone. This isn't for Republicans only or Democrats only. It's for everyone that wants to live in an honest an honest union of this United States and experience the 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 right to participate in an honest election and have an honest Republican form of constitutionally uh, Republican form of government. Not so I think the transition could, I, I don't know what they're thinking, of course we just speculate, but uh, we're seeing miracles and we believe that this, this was a miracle. The January 6th date, this gives us time to rally everyone here in the United States to support this positive thing. Yes. And I can just picture, you know, maybe Democrats and Republicans have been fighting, but this is something that they could, it's like, there aren't just, there are the Republicans being sued. There are Republicans being removed from office. There are Democrats being removed from office. Yes. There are members of, you know, that are socialists being removed from office. I would submit that, uh, that Clay Travis, we were talking about this earlier, he, right. pr he probably isn't even aware of this lawsuit that uh, the Brunsons have filed. Actually, there are two lawsuits. Mm -hmm. One has made it as far as the Supreme Court and has been accepted for a hearing date of January 6th. And the other is uh, kind of held up, I guess, in Utah federal court. Uh, but they're both identical. And so it could come down the line, too. Yeah, well, absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing I'm, you know, getting back to, uh, to Clay is... I would say, Clay, uh, read up on this. Nobody's talking about this in the media. I listen every day to see whether anybody's going to make mention of uh, this lawsuit, which could be the most important law lawsuit in the past century in our country. And right. nobody's talking about it, Bill. Yeah, I mean, I, I stumbled on it because a friend of mine stumbled on it. And then I, I called you and you said, well, I, I got to check this out. And then when you checked it out, you're going. My Whoa. wife, my wife actually was the first. I mean, you did say it, but you, it was a coincidence. You sent me some information. My wife had just sent me the same document, essentially. She had read about it. So the only two mm -hmm. people that I know who know of this case and are talking about it are you and my wife and me, of course. But it's a legitimate, docketed case that could. It could bring down uh, a lot of sitting congressmen and senators. Yeah, and the thing you got to realize, if it makes it to the Supreme Court, it's got merit, it's got legs, and it's got merit, and it's got legs. And the kind of legs that it has, the people that are affected don't want to hear it. They don't want to see it. They don't want to talk about it. And they don't want you to hear about it or see it because when you do, your jaw will drop, and if you knew how many people it would take out, the entire January 6th witch hunt committee, I believe, is on that list to say, bye-bye, you're a treasonist, and uh, you're going, Bill, come on, that, that's conspiracy. 
You know, a lot of things that are called conspiracy end up being reality. And this, again, is a real, bona fide, legitimate case. Yeah. It's got merit. It's got legs. And it might become a track star very soon. And just because you don't hear about it on ABC, CBS, or NBC doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It means that they don't want you to know about it. Speculation. Hmm? All right. Number one, if it comes to fruition and it really does happen, that would be the, I would think that would be the, the thing that would tell you that the news media we have in place is a tool, an agent of, uh, you know, the dark state, and it's time to get rid of the MSNBCs, the NBCs, ABCs, CBSs, get rid of them, right. and we start from scratch. Could we and would we? Actually, um, there's this talk that that might happen. Now, I don't know how that would happen legally, but what they might be forced to do is make some uh, changes you know, you've probably heard this before. When you got into broadcasting, in our day when we did things, uh, even if you were a disc jockey and you were reading a PSA and you were told, hey, you've got to go out and do so many charitable things, well, why do I have to do that? Well, you're a public trustee. Right. You're a public servant. And Hey, how about the public files that we had to keep you're right. at radio you stations? You still do, technically. So yeah. if, you're, uh, you know, if you're a quasi-public servant or, uh, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're a trustee of, uh, of a license, a federal license, right? Then, you yeah. know, that being the case, you know, maybe there's some kind of litmus test that you are held to. Now I, I can tell you this, if somebody works for the state of Massachusetts and they commit a crime in there, let's say they, uh, it happens all the time in little communities where somebody steals money or theft of something. It's always theft of public by public servant because it is a felony. And then that's when they come down on you. All right. So if broadcasters are public servants, public trustees, shouldn't they be held accountable for what they say? If a news organization is helping an illegitimate presidency exist, is that not aiding and abetting a crime? Yes, it is. That should be illegal. If that's illegal, they should be forced to stop it. Now, see, we used to have a standard. We, you know, to get into the business, you had to have a license. Yeah, and uh, all of us remember early on, we had to go test for it. Then somebody deemed, well, it's illegal to charge you to take that test. Right. And then they said, well, you know, uh, transmitters are automated now. You really don't have to have that part of it. You just need to know the law. And then they right. sat there and said. Well, we want to make you know broadcasting open to a lot of people. Take away the law. You don't have to have a license. Yeah, it's a mail-in card. But back in my day, oh no, you had to order the the the, the booklets to study. I did, and then you scheduled for a point a, a test. I had to go to Boston. I had to travel sixty miles to take a test at the FCC offices in Boston to get my third phone, not my first phone. Uh, they had, oh, yeah, I did it in California. I drove from Fresno to San Francisco to 555 Battery Street <laughs> to go take my test. Yep. And you, you had a time. You, there was only, what, 60 questions, I believe. and But there was a time frame. 
And and you had to study it, for it. You had to know what they were all about. We we had a we had a study pamphlet that helped us uh, pass the test. Uh, yeah, and yeah, you know, you you and you know the formulas, indirect, direct, and all that. But, but when yeah. we were when we were young guys in this business, our news departments were independent, meaning we had a news director, and and they designed or shaped the way the news was going to be presented on those stations. You didn't have group think, mass think. I mean, think tanks. Well, let me let me play something for you. This I found interesting. This I think was on Breitbart, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a bunch of independent TV stations. They're not all not all connected. They're not all from the same company. You know, these are independent TV stations around the country talking about uh, the fact that. That Twitter has dropped its cautions. They used to put these notices up when you were when you were sending a Twitter uh, notice about the vaccines. They would put a caution next to it, like "Be mm-hmm. careful of this. This is unproven. These facts are un." They had a, they always fact checked anybody who had an opinion about the vaccines. So Twitter dropped that when Elon took charge, and and this is what. I guess the pharmaceutical companies must have sent this to TV stations around the country, and they all, in lockstep, followed in. These are independent TV stations. Listen. You'll want to be even more cautious when reading about COVID on Twitter. Be extra cautious when you're looking for health information in the Twitter burst. The company drops its COVID misinformation policy. Twitter has dropped its COVID-19 misinformation policy. Be cautious while looking for health information in the Twitter verse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitter verse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitter verse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitter verse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking at health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while you're looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. These people haven't even taken the time to rewrite the copy. They're mm-hmm. all these people are all around the country reading the same copy. Well, you know the difference though between the media here and in Russia. See, Russia the language, state, and that's it. <laughs> well, the the language, but uh, in Russia state radio is just one person reading that that piece of copy. Right. Uh, at least here we have the the advantage that every market has one person in that market reading the the state message. That's so actually more. That's actually message. more. That's actually more deceitful because yes. they're giving the illusion that it's a local, locally written story. You know, channel such and such in Channel Six yeah, News has yeah, a special alert. Yeah. Be extra cautious. Yeah. Now you know what I would tell you to do before they give you a shot or a vaccine that they say is good for you. Say, can I see the box? I want to see the warning side effects. That's what I really want to see. Because also in there, there's a disclaimer, may not work on 80% of the people. I am actually disgusted with the fact that the media, the business that I've been involved with all of my life, has has become such a, a tool 
for yeah. one side of our government. You know, I mean, I I know news directors when I was a young guy, they they really ran roughshod over their news people. They made sure that they wrote a certain way and they delivered it a certain way and you didn't you didn't stray from that narrative that this is how we are at uh, whatever radio station I was working at, so you present your news this way. You know, but nowadays they get copy obviously from some central location from people that they don't even know. Be careful about the Twitterverse. The obvious, mm. the obvious key word there that they were trying to sell you was Twitterverse, like it was something mm. strange and unusual. They've done this for a long time. The left is famous for this. What was the word that they they used that was so obviously uh, one of these words that was spread around the country? Gravitas. Gravitas. Oh, I, I hear it all the time. Oh, gravitas. But There's they, so many words. That, but but there, was a, there was a time, Bill, I'm talking about five years ago, when somebody, I think at DNC Central, said, this has no gravitas, or he has no gravitas. I never even had heard the word until they started to, up, to push. You? I had to look it up. Gravitas. And they wanted, and every single TV station was throwing that at us. And that's what they're doing with Twitterverse right here. It's a sad thing what they're doing. And, yeah. uh, well, we, we were almost running out of time, Bill. We've almost done another show. My goodness gracious. I don't hey, know one, one other question, though. You know, when, when we go back to uh, what's going to happen on January 6th, and let's just say they say, yeah, we got to take these people out, and Trump is reinstated. Right. Let's say that happened. And the lefties are going, oh, blah, blah, blah. but let's say it did happen. Would that per preclude him from running in 2024? Actually, does I, he just assume all the garbage? That's a good question. Get, that's a very good question. And somebody answered that. Uh, I right. forgot who it was, but I did hear the answer, and that was no. It would not preclude him. He could run again in 2024. I guess what they would say is that the election wasn't a legal election and that the sitting president. His term would continue, meaning if they say that 2020 was stolen, right, mm -hmm. they can't say that Trump won from that election because the election in general is soiled. It's damaged. So what they would say is the sitting president at the time would continue to be the president. That would have been Donald Trump. That's why he then could run in 2024. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. The thing that I'd worry about is, that, let's just say that happened. And next year he got, uh, towards the end of the year, reinstated. means the following year he'd be running. But then all the bad, all the chickens that uh, for the eggs that Biden laid, they'd be coming to roost. Right. And, and, you know, he wouldn't want to be responsible or have that, uh, that thing, you know, shined upon him because it's not his. And I also wonder, all these executive orders that they've oh. done, shouldn't they just automatically, yes. if you have an illegitimate government, shouldn't they be null and void right yes. away and we reset the clock all the way back to 2020? Yes. And whether it's good or bad. There would be turmoil like you wouldn't believe. It, it would be a uh, an, uh, an honest government would have to be put in place and they would have their hands full for quite some time straightening out the mess that has been uh, implemented by the corruption of the last two years. That's what so I go back to that one statement. If America falls, what then? Because, you know, American can even if we sit there and January 6th, you know, proves that we got to take 
uh, th there are agents or right. people acting as agents involved. We take them out. That doesn't mean that we're going to stand as the country oh, that we know today. Hey, hey, listen, they put us in a precarious situation with our allies, with our enemies yeah. around the world, not just with the people in this country. They've allowed tens of thousands, millions of strangers to come across our border. We don't know who's here and who is well, going to do what. It's been a good show, interesting show. We thank you very much for being a part of it. Uh, by the way, if you want to contact us, our phone number is 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868. Mail, itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at crnamerica.com. CRN is where we stream the shows. We go back about uh, four to five shows deep. We are looking for other shows to add into this So, from other podcasters. If you listen and you go, I'd like to be with you guys, send us a sample. And uh, it ain't going to cost you anything to be on the network. With if us. you can't remember our email address for some reason, just go to itsanotherday.com. It's there. Itsanotherday.com or crnamerica.com. Yeah, and they cross link. You can cross, you know, you can go to either or. Um, and I'll be looking, or we'll be looking for a computer guy somewhere down the road for this too, because uh, we're I'm growing faster than uh, we we ever imagined. Uh, I mean, we've been doing this. It'll be our. Do you believe it'll be one year in about yeah, a, in about up on a week. the sixteenth? Yeah, holy smokes! Where is time? You know what? That's ten days. Ten days were a year old. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. Did you buy a cake for that? I'm just curious. Uh, I thought that was your job. No, I thought it was your job. Oh, well. Oh. Well, do, well I, do, I, I guess, do I have to share I, it? I, I'm on a cake-free diet. Because <laughs> do I look like I need to eat a cake? <laughs> There's never a bad time to eat cake. <laughs> <No>. Trust me. <laughs> Anytime's a, the right time for cake. <laughs> have a good one, Bill. Talk to you tomorrow. Hasta la vista. You got a knife for this cake? The Voice of Freedom. CRN America. <laughs>